Yeah, it's one of my new favorite renditions of this little light of mine. And I know, just like you, I was sitting here with my little finger up, you know, just like in Sunday school, this little light of mine. Now, if, if you're driving, just make sure it's just the one light, not, not both of them. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Good morning, and thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on your Victory 91.5. And it is a Tuesday already, and we are... We're thankful that you uh, stop by and hang out with us. Uh, love the ministry that Pam brings to this Victory family uh, in the overnight time and the perspective she brings, the ministry that uh, that she gets to to comfort you and minister to you. And and it's, uh, it's an amazing team uh, that we get to have here because of you. Uh, thank you again. You know, I know we, we just came out of Victory Partner Days, and, and really it was an encouraging week of... Of uh, yes, of course, the financial gifts, but the prayer, the encouragement of of folks sending in messages of why they listen and why they support this radio ministry, and we're so so grateful. And we know that the Lord is going to continue to provide for all of the different things He has in store for us and for you. I love getting to be here in the morning. You know, Pam, of course, has the overnight, and then. You know, on Monday and Tuesdays, you have Brian in the midday and, and then Nathan on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you have coffee with Corey in the afternoon. Of course, Dr. Don was calling it carpool with Corey now in the afternoon as well. So you, you can have your carpool with some coffee pick-me-up there in the afternoon. But we're so thankful. So, so thankful. Hey, uh, you know, this morning, I do want to go to Philippians 4. Because as we get into the end of the school year, there's a lot of teachers you know, they have a lot of things going on. And, of course, parents getting ready for that summer where they have to kind of figure out what to do and plan with their little ones as the school year comes to a close. There's only a few weeks left. But Philippians 4, verse 6, it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And in verse 7, it says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And then Paul goes on to talk about all the things we should be thinking on, of course. And then if it's not worth praying about, so if it's not on your mind to pray about and take to Jesus, well, then it's probably not worth worrying about. So keep that in mind today, and let's go before him this morning and, and worship in our prayer together. Father, we thank you for your grace. And we know that even though we have command after command, example after example from apostles and Jesus himself saying to not worry, we still have our concerns. There are things we don't let go of and things that make us tense up just a little bit. Even if we remember somewhat quickly to let go and let you have it, we still have those moments of worry. Thank you for your Holy Ghost, God, that reminds us and urges us to lean into your plan, God. We come into your courts with thanksgiving. We thank you for all you have done, Father, what you're doing and what you will do. We thank you, Lord, for your peace that goes beyond anything we can think of or come close to understanding. So we rest in you. We rest in the security of you as our strong tower, Yahweh. 
We're grateful, God, for you guarding our heart as we mature in your peace and we take every thought captive in the name of Yeshua as we want to keep our minds fixed on things above. We worship you, Father, and we proclaim your joy over this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Community-supported and listener-funded Victory 91.5. Thanks so much for all the different ways that you listen and become part of this Victory family. Whether it's in Atlanta or North Georgia, over the air on 91.5 or everywhere at victory.radio. Join those in over 200 countries and all 50 states that are listening online. Of course, there are a lot of things you can do through victory.radio, like... Click on the Underwriters tab and find out all the folks that are supporting your favorite radio station. And also, of course, the teachings of Ray Haynes there on the blog. And we've got a lot of wonderful podcasts for you to peruse there at victory.radio. You also, of course, can download the More Music app. That's M-O-R, the More Music app. It is working spectacularly on iOS devices some of the Android folks, we're working on some things for you for more than just the fact that you have an Android. <laughs> but we love all of our listeners, whether it be online or through the app or, of course, over the air. We're so, so grateful to have you as part of our Victory family. And I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning. This is the time that I get to ask you what you're looking at or talking about those social media scrolls again because it is so important who you're hanging around with in real life and online, almost more important online these days but i encourage you to find thought leaders christian musicians pastors teachers authors to have them there to encourage you to sometimes challenge you on your social media scrolling and and i was slowing my scroll when i saw our friend scott free of city takers recently and he posted god hasn't brought you this far just to leave you hanging pick your head up He's at work behind the scenes setting you up. And that's setting you up in a good way. Not to fail, not to have a fall or anything like that. It's setting you up to be closer to him and to rest in him and to live and love like Jesus. So let's take joy in that today, that he's got us and he loves us. Yeah, he's all we ever needed, and that is C.C. Winans with I Have a Savior here on Victory 91.5. We are so grateful that you have stopped on by to hang out with us this morning. This is, uh, this is a daily opportunity to, to worship together in song and word and prayer. And right now we're going to dive into the word. In Exodus 32, then the Lord said in verse 9, I've seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. Now, he's talking about his own people here. Now, leave me alone, talking to Moses, so my fierce anger can blaze against them, and I will destroy them. Then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation. Well, Moses implored the Lord, his God, and said, Oh, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people? whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Then in verse 13, 
says, remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? You bound yourself with an oath to them, saying, I'll make your descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven, and I'll give them all of this land that I have promised to your descendants, and they will possess it forever. So, in verse 14, the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had threatened to bring on his people. So God was a little upset with how the people were reacting and and doing what he had said and, and complaining and all of those things there in Exodus. And he was ready to just be done. But Moses prayed. And prayer changed God's mind. <laughs> so, hey, how about we pray more? Let's pray for our families. Let's pray for our communities. Let's pray for the direction of our country. Prayer changes things. Here in a little while, during the 8 o'clock hour, we've got Dr. Don Allen and Parker McFarland coming on to actually talk about the importance of the National Day of Prayer that's coming up on Thursday. But we can't just hyper-focus on prayer one day a year. As important as that day is for our country to come together in prayer, we need to be praying every day because it does change things. Whatever your situation is, Yes, speak Jesus over it. Take it to the Father. He wants us to bring it to Him. Amen. Yeah, Tasha Layton reminding us that God's got us. Amen. What a great thing to be worshiping to on a Tuesday morning here on your Victory 91.5. Love that I have the opportunity to be here with you. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning, and this is the part where I get to take you over the edge. And uh, a little bit ago, I got a text from a friend that said they were listening. Great encouragement, but said they were on their way to CrossFit. And then it reminded me of this over the edge segment and how impressive it is that anybody wants to get up early to do anything other than, you know, go to a job or, you know, get to come and do this in the morning. If you ever see me running or doing CrossFit, just, you know, I guess see if there's a reason that somebody's got me hostage or something. <laughs> this one here, this, this person, this runner in Arizona just broke a world record by running, get this, 102 marathons in 102 consecutive days. And not only did this person, Jackie Hunt uh, Barosma, say uh, that they wanted to run these uh, consecutive marathons, and they've actually got a couple more they want to do in a row to, to further extend the record. But Jackie lost a leg in 2001 to cancer and is running with a prosthetic. So she originally aimed to beat the record of 95 distances of marathons running in consecutive days and then saw that somebody did 101, so she did 102, and now she's apparently going for 104 before she's completely done. But she said she was told, you can't run because you're an amputee. Does, uh, don't even bother because you need prosthetics and it's complicated and all of that. And she said when somebody tells her that she couldn't do it, that she wanted to do it, and that's how her journey started. But not only did she run a marathon on a prosthetic, 
Not only did she run multiple marathons on her prosthetic, 102 in a row. Now, for, for those like me that, that don't run, that's 26.2 miles every day. That's uh, that's a bunch. <laughs> Again, if you see me running, uh, yeah, you probably should run, too. One who was and is to come. Holy, holy, holy. Bethel Music with the Hymn of Heaven this morning here on Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and I am privileged to have you alongside with me as we are on the Sound of Revival together. And... Dr. Don Allen has joined me early this morning. Hey, good morning. I, you know, I got to missing you. We had so much fun last week. And, <laughs> no, I had to get into the office a little bit early. And since I was going to be on here, I wanted to go ahead and get ready because, you know, 8 a.m. is my favorite part of our day. Yes. When we pray for the lost. And that's coming up in, you know, about 26 minutes or so. And so just so thankful for today. And then we were sitting here discussing a few things. And, and, and I don't want to mess up your normal flow. No, so what would you good. do during this break? Well, normally? I, I normally at the bottom of an hour, if I don't have one of the other things planned, I try to find a scripture that the Lord has kind of impressed upon me. And today I had Colossians 2-7. And here lately I've been using the Passion Translation a lot along with uh, New King James and New Living Translation. And and so this is the Passion. And then I'd love for you to to bring from the plowman perspective here. And uh, your spiritual roots go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength, encouraged in every way. For you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. You know, Brian Sims did a great job uh, with that verse, the way he makes it so poetic. I, mm-hmm. I think that the Passion Translation can be called the poetic translation. That's a good word. Um, you know, and so proud of what he did there. It wasn't word for word, but it was uh, it was cultural for cultural statement. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know if our listeners are aware of, probably may have heard one, one of my messages or so, but, you know, I've been privileged to lead the newest translation that's about to be released from the same publisher. Sure, and we're really excited about that. But um, from um, uh, the chapter two, verse seven of the Plowman, and and that's the name of the one that I've got to lead the translation with. But it says, "Plant your roots deep in Christ, mm. and you will grow stronger in faith. You will live in the truth you were taught with a grateful heart." So what can we do today to plant who we are in Christ? You know what I've been doing? There's been two key things that have been really shaping my life that I've never prayed this way before. Every day when I go to pray, I turn my hands heavenward, and I pray this, give me clean hands. Mm. You know, give me clean hands, give me a pure heart, oh God. Yeah. And so many times we, we check the condition of our heart, but are we really checking the condition of the work of our hands? Are we working for the good of others? Are we are we reflecting a planted life in Christ mm. by what we do with our hands? And then I've been praying five specific blessings, and this is something that my pastor spoke into my life. But it was uh, I've been praying that the Lord would bless my my family, my children, that the Lord would bless my finances, that the Lord would bless my relationships and heal the broken ones. And that can be a tough moment because then you have to deal with those things because God believes in unity. And then I've been praying that God will uh, bless our emotions because Scripture says mm. that, that the righteous fear no news, no bad news. Yeah. And then so because anxiety has no place in the life of a believer. Amen. And we, we need to ask God to heal us 
Hillis, if that's there. And one of the ways for healing to come is through blessings. Yeah. And then, and number number five is, Lord, bless those things under my care of my calling. Mm. Let me care for the things. Let me walk in my calling. And so today, thank you for choosing that powerful, powerful verse because we all needed to be rem- reminded that we can put our roots deep in Christ. Yeah, and, and all of those things, you know, earlier we were talking about uh, the fruits of the Spirit. So all of those things that you were just praying and declaring over your family and over yourself and, and over your day, that's what then produces our heart to be aligned with His and to be able to produce that fruit that Paul was talking about. That's right. And so that's where all of that comes from. And, and whatever the enemy tries to use against you, now God will then use it for the good if you love Him. God is our redeemer who sits in heaven and laughs at the enemy and all that stuff he tries to do because fear and anxiety and depression, all of that has to go in Jesus' name. And the Father has, because of all of these things that we just talked about, the fruit of the Spirit and being able to check the condition of your heart, to be able to remember and and take that inventory of influence of what your hands are doing, the Father has opened a path of victory for you to walk in and rest in today. That's powerful stuff. That's good. good. Victory 91.5, that's Citizen Way with nothing could ever separate us. Yes, because of Jesus, we get to be connected to the Father. And, you know, I say this a lot because it is so true. Jesus didn't come to just give us a relationship with the Father. He came to give us his relationship with the Father. That's so good. You know, that's uh, been the foundational truth from the beginning of the earth, you know, way back. And it's been understood. And I think sometimes we think we're just coming to these revelations. But uh, <laughs> that's something that's been understood since almost the beginning of time, really. Uh, because, do you know, the, the oldest known language, uh, the Chinese pictographs, and there's Mesopotamian uh, works, but even older than those, the Chinese pictographs, that they have some amazing uh, revelations, one of which is the word for atonement is a sacrifice of a lamb on a stone covered, Mm. covered, and so he became our atonement covering and or the the word for like even garden you know has to has a a man a woman a snake in a garden yeah uh, or you know salvation is a, a, a man and his family and animals in a boat yeah these are the oldest known language understood these truths they understood that we have to be covered by jesus mm-hmm. so what happens is he covers us so when god looks down he doesn't see my faults, which are so many. Right. He sees the perfection of Christ. Yeah. So therefore, I am the righteousness of Christ. Yes. Amen. Well, and that, that righteousness, that turning from dead works, coming to faith in God's righteousness and not ourself, is what is about how we... Uh, cannot be separated from yeah have i done good enough this week uh, to worship have i done good enough this week not to be ashamed in church have i done no no none of us none does good (laughs) there is none good but the father jesus said that himself and so we love god by realizing that he covers us and here's what he declares of you it's my, my probably one of my favorite sermon series i've ever preached he declares this over john and or of jesus and john baptizes him he said this is my child 
and whom I am well pleased that I love very much. Yeah. Now watch this. God says the same thing over you. You're his child. He loves you, and he is pleased with you. Yes. Even when you're not doing what you should be doing, he doesn't change the fact that he loves you. Mm-hmm. He may not be pleased with what you're doing, but he's pleased with who you are because he sees the potential in you to be who he created you to be. Yeah, and he sees the covering. He sees the righteousness of Jesus. Man, I tell you what, you just preaching this morning. That's <laughs> good. I, I got this little guy in the church. I love him to death, and he, he stands up there and he goes, "He's. I mean, I don't know how old he is. He's probably eight, nine, I guess now." And he goes. Um, Preach, 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 and uh, I'm like, you, man, you gonna make a preacher someday. That's the only reason I don't call you down like that anymore because I hear it other places. Now mine is just say, hey, come on, come on, keep, keep going. Where yeah. you at? <laughs> well, folks, we're glad that you are uh, sticking with us this morning. Uh, we're going to have another guest here in just a little while. We're looking forward to talking about the National Day of Prayer and all that that means here in our country and the unity that it brings on Thursday. Uh, the Joy Bringers coming up. Ryan Ellis is on tap for you here on The Sound of Revival. Hey, Gable Price and friends here on your Victory 91.5. We're so grateful for the opportunity to be here and worshiping with you this morning on The Sound of Revival. And we are, yes, here for Q in the morning. And it has been a wonderful morning talking about the National Day of Prayer. Grateful for Parker McFarland stopping by and always grateful for Dr. Don Allen stopping in the studio as well. Of course, we're also here for you. And uh, you're a partner in this whole thing. We can't do it without you, what the Lord has called us to do through this radio ministry. And we, uh, we love every way that you get to listen. Of course, if you're in Atlanta or North Georgia, that's over the air at 91.5 FM. If you're in over 200 countries or all 50 states listening online at victory.radio. And then, of course, the More Music app that you can download and have on your device and listen from anywhere. And you can even ask Alexa or tell her (laughs) to play Victory 91.5. So thank you for choosing Victory 91.5 today. This is the part of the morning where I get to ask you what you're looking at. And I'm asking you about those social media scrolls and I had a a friend recently post a statement that struck me, and I wanted to share it with you. And uh, it's one of those kind of toe-stepping reminders. It says, it's easy to act like a Christian. It's hard to react like a Christian. (laughs) If you're sitting in traffic, somebody cuts you off, how are you going to react to that? Uh, If you're, you know, in a grocery store and somebody gets that last thing off the shelf that you had your eye on, how are you going to react to that? we got to try to react like Jesus. And the cool thing is he sent us the Holy Spirit to help us act like him and to be a reflection of him. Keep that with you today. Rest in that today. We've got Chasen and Anna Golden in the next anointed worship set here on your Victory 91.5. Victory 91.5, that's Big Daddy Weave reminding us the only name that matters, and that's the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning here on The Sound of Revival. It's been a wonderful morning getting to talk about the National Day of Prayer, and again, that's coming up on Thursday. It's always a powerful day of unity. If you get the opportunity to come out to the city center in coming, that's going on at noon. It's going to be a wonderful time together. Can't wait to see you there. Looking forward to it. And 
going to end today with uh, our quote of the day, and that's uh, Jackie Duvall, a friend of mine uh, from the... Uh, pr she's a producer at uh, Sid Roth's It's Supernatural. She said, when you remember how merciful God has been to you, it keeps you humble. Yeah, it really does, because he's been so good to us. And so many of us, so many of us rely so heavily on that. Amen. You know, love rejoices over others' successes. So if we're humble and we love like Jesus, we rejoice over others' successes. And that brings that unity. Envy, yeah, that does the opposite. Well, today and every day, let's celebrate what God is doing in each other's lives. We're not in competition. We're supposed to be the absolute opposite of that. We're supposed to be in unity, which would mean supporting each other and rejoicing each other because of Jesus. That's what I love about the National Day of Prayer as, as different assemblies that come together in different areas. We get to come together on this day and pray. We should do it more often. Maybe that'll be a good encouragement for us to, to get back on that track together.